The Minnesota Wild appear to have righted the ship under new head coach John Hines. They finished the month of November 2-0, disappointing overall, but there is hope that December will be better. We take a look at the December schedule. We'll hand out the Lockdown Wild Player of the Month for November and some December predictions all on today's episode of Locked on Wild. You're Locked on Wild. Your daily podcast on the Minnesota Wild. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Hey, this is Brandon Duham and this is Locked On Wild. What up? Welcome into another episode of Locked On Wild, your daily Minnesota Wild podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Thank you, as always, for making Lockdown Wild your first listen each and every day. Make sure you subscribe on YouTube and your favorite podcast platforms so you don't miss out on any new episodes throughout the week. Today's episode of Lockdown Wild is brought to you by FanDuel Sportsbook. Make every moment more. Right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 Moneyline bet. That's $150 if your team wins. Visit FanDuel.com slash LockedOn to get started. On today's episode of Locked and Wild, we preview the December schedule and look at a November which saw the Minnesota Wild fall apart and put everything back together under new head coach John Hines. Zach Zeman joins us to take a look at who is going to be the player of the month for the Minnesota Wild. And we'll throw out some crazy predictions for the month of December as well. My name is Seth Topol, your daily Minnesota Wild insider. Fresh off of joining us last night for yet another riot of a Lockdown Wild postcast, Zach Zeman is here. And Zach, the overall record in November, not great for the Minnesota Wild. But hey, they finished the month 2-0. All the chaos that started has finally, um, it looks like, been resolved. And we saw this team put two really good games together to close things out. Yeah, coming off two big wins against St. Louis and Nashville. This team is cooking up something for the month of December. New leadership. Feels like this team has a new spark, and it's very relieving for some Wild fans. I mean, you lose seven in a row and you finish the month with two victories, I'd say. You know, it's not the best, obviously, but if you come off of that month with just two solid wins against divisional opponents, I think that's all you can ask for, especially with a new head coach. So December is going to be a really interesting month. It's after Thanksgiving. This is when push really comes to shove, and it's going to be interesting. I'm excited to break it down, and I'm happy to be here. Hey, when I join the postcast, we're undefeated, so I might need to come do that some more. <laughs> yeah, we, uh, we're going to need the luck charm here throughout uh, a month of December that has some winnable games for sure, but uh, there are some tricky games, uh, including just... One of those West Coast road trips, we saw that East Coast trip where it was like 10 straight games against Eastern Conference opponents, and now we get the same thing for the West Coast. And so, sweet, get all the 9, 9.30 start times, and uh, none of the games, ironically, in this mess are against the uh, San Jose Sharks. What's the deal there? So, we'll talk <laughs> about all that, but you, my friends, made what is going to go as one of the greatest calls in the uh, in the history of Lockdown Wild so far, you predicted when we did the November schedule preview, you predicted that it would be Joel Vember. Jewel Erickson Eck was going to be the player that ended up winning Lockdown Player of the Month. 
I picked Matt Boldy. I don't want to talk about it. So uh, <laughs> let's just let's just look because Drew Larkinek led the team in goals in November. He had six in twelve games. He had eight total points. He was third on the team in points, only behind Kirill Kaprizov and Matt Zuccarello. And so, Zach, what do you think about Erickson X's chances to come away as player of the month here for November? Yeah, you know, it's very relieving to see a very consistent Jewel Erickson X, obviously in his own month that I titled. That was pretty fun. I'm ex- I'm, I was happy I thought of that. No, anyway, um, it's it's nice to see. You know, this team was really struggling. Like, it was it was very tough. That whole stretch was miserable. And, you know, just to see X consistent through it all, uh, while everyone was slumping was it was very a, a very like maybe we can build around this and, and get this thing going which is clearly what's happening now and I'm so excited that the younger guys get a chance to step up especially last night in Nashville what a game there um, and Joel Erickson got to take the, the his foot off the gas a little bit and let the other yeah. guys take care of it for him so we're starting to see a little little juggling going on which is really good and that's exactly what you need especially when you're trying to get some more wins back and Hey, that was a good prediction. I have a, I have another good one coming up soon, hopefully. <laughs> Ooh, okay. I like that is what we call a professional tease. So uh, looking forward <laughs> to that when we get to some of the predictions. But just looking at some of the November numbers, Matt Zuccarello had 14 points in 12 November games. He was a plus one, three goals, 11 assists. Kaprizov had five goals, six assists, and 11 total points. In 12 November games, Jewel Erickson Eck then six goals, two assists, eight points. But the big number here, he was at a 51% face-off winning percentage for the month. And he led the team in minutes for forwards with 20 minutes, 31 seconds per game of ice time. Marco Rossi then three goals, five assists, eight total points in 12 November games. He was a plus three. And uh, Matt Boldy, my pick. Uh, one goal, six assists, seven total points. He was a minus five um, in the month of November. So let's just look at the the factors here. Zuccarello, obviously, most points. He uh, he has paced the team in points so far this season. Uh, Kirill Kaprizov had a uh, just a stretch early on in the month where it looked like all hope was lost. So I'm going to cross him off. I think it's down to Zuccarello and Erickson Eck, honestly. I think those are the two yeah. candidates for player of the month here for the month of October. But I think the thing that I think the thing that sways it, I'm not doing this just because it was just because it makes for a good bit. Honestly, <laughs> I think I think I'm gonna go with Erickson Eck because he's winning faceoffs. He does a ton defensively for this team and you know he just has had so many moments during this even this month a dire month for the uh the minnesota wild he's had so many months in which he just looks like a bulldog out there and not that matt Zuccarello doesn't but i think the fact that you throw in the face-offs i think i'm going to go with eric Sinek here and uh look if matt Zuccarello wants to keep doing this i'm <laughs> at some point at some point he's going to get it but I think we go from Ryan Hartman in October to now Jewel Erickson Eck in the month of November. I think that's my pick. Yeah, I think that's mine as well. Um, you know, my thought process with it was like, 
I know Zuccarello is going to be there and I know Kirill would be there. And obviously, you know, it's, it is what it is, but you know, Zuccarello has just been always been that point consistent player for this team. You know, he's on the first line, like he's going to get minutes. It's, it's just guaranteed, but I'm, I was just more looking forward to like, who's going to do the dirty work. Who's going to really be that net front presence and who's going to be that consistent big body that everyone can rely on. And that's exactly what happened. And I think Erickson pulled away with it for me. Um, Joel Vember, obviously, I can't wait for next year. We'll see what happens there. It will definitely be a better November. <laughs> I can tell you it that. Better be. <laughs> yeah. It better be, or we'll um, no. be on our third coach in a two year. Yeah. <laughs> hey, hey, knock on wood. <laughs> yeah, we we don't need we don't need to put that bad juju into the uh, into the world. Undefeated under Hines, heading into December with Hartman coming back. Yes. Um, how about let's let's give honorable mention for game of the month. It's got to go to Connor Dewar for the hat trick. I mean, yeah, absolutely. That game against Nashville was unhinged because you just you jump out to the three nothing lead. You've got Dewar with three goals. You throw him on the power play late. He gets a fourth. It's called back for offsides. At one point, he passed the puck to Kirill Kaprizov and Kaprizov said after the game, he gave it right back to Dewar and he said, no, shoot it, shoot it. And uh, and he did. Um, it, it's got to be Dewar for the game of the month. So congratulations to uh, Dewey, too, for that. Um, that just was a lot of fun to uh, a lot of yeah. a great way to uh, to cap the month here for the wild. Absolutely. I think my honorable mention game of the month, obviously, against St. Louis, um, you know, the first game with Hines, it's like you got to do something for your home crowd. Clearly, that's what happened. Boldy got a breakaway goal. That is so refreshing. And I think yeah. there's a spark. There's a spark here. It's got to carry on over into December. Yeah, and the, the month of December has got some challenges to it. And so we'll yeah. take a look at the month of December to uh, finish out most of the rest of the show. We'll also throw some predictions in for the uh, month of December as well. So a lot to get to here as we continue today's episode of Lockdown Wilds after this. Today's episode of Locked and Wild is brought to you by FanDuel Sportsbook. As the weather gets colder, the NFL offers stay hot on FanDuel. Right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets with any $5 Moneyline bet. That's $150 if your team wins. If you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, there is no better time to get in on the action. You may have picked the Minnesota Wild to beat Nashville and that is your winning $5 money line bet. And then you can throw all of your bonus bucks on prop bets over the weekend, whether it be Justin Jefferson, still a week away, but uh, he's going to come back at some point and is going to absolutely torch the rest of the NFL. But you may have had Vikings players like TJ Hawkinson, Jordan Addison, maybe not Josh Dobbs, but uh, I'm not going to get too negative <laughs> on that. But uh, there are tons of options for you at FanDuel. So make sure you visit FanDuel.com slash locked on to kick off the NFL season. FanDuel, official partner of the NFL. Welcome back to today's episode of Locked on Wild. Once again, we thank you for making Locked on Wild your first listen each and every day. You may have noticed we've gone back to live premieres for Locked on Wild episodes. That is because Locked on continues to push the envelope and they have created the first ever I'm not even kidding here. First ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel on YouTube. 
Locked On Sports Today is here for you covering every top sports story 24 hours a day, seven days a week with the local experts on Locked On, plus our national shows covering every league. Go to Locked On Sports Today on YouTube and subscribe to the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel. Guess what? We got one for Minnesota, too. So Locked On Sports Minnesota, 24 hours a day, seven days a week. They take all the episodes from all the shows, throw them into a hopper, and uh, just put them on repeat. It's like the it's the YouTube version of Shuffle on Spotify. So uh, make sure that you subscribe so you don't miss out on anything going on at Locked On. All right, Zach, let's get back to the December schedule because, as I talked about, some tough games, some very winnable ones, and one of those stupid encompassing west coast trips it's west coast then it's east coast and uh i don't know how to feel about it because yeah you have no you've got like no central division anything other than the first game of the month which is chicago and so let's do this we will actually roll through we'll talk about the chicago game and then the entirety of the west coast swing so uh let's just start with at chicago then uh, let's just start with that before we get to that uh, massive road swing. Uh, the Wild play the Chicago yeah. Blackhawks on Sunday at home. Opportunity to keep it rolling against the Chicago team that's dealing with some turmoil of their own. Connor Bedard is great, but uh, this is a Chicago team that is starting to hit the skids yeah. a little bit. Yeah, I mean, you saw Bedard last night slam a stick against the boards. I think it's prime territory for the Wild to just take advantage of. And, and I think you really got to... Got to follow that win streak, especially against this another Central Division team. You know, you beat St. Louis, you beat Nashville, and if you beat Chicago, you give yourself a nice buffer heading into this West Coast Pacific Division gauntlet where you get the Flames on Tuesday, and then you get a back-to-back with Vancouver and Edmonton. And, you know, it's it's going to be hard, and, and, and that's exactly what December – that's probably like a solid word for December. It's going to be tough. and. Yeah, it's a, it's like a first real test for Heinz here. You, you're starting to play teams that are above 500 and, and that have a solid shot in their division over there in the Pacific. They're obviously every team that you play, the wild play, they're below, I think, Golden Knights. And then it's like uh, a little bit of Los Angeles is up there, too. So you got some front runners for the Pacific here. First solid real test and then the crack and follow. Yeah, I'm I'm going with the win against Chicago. I don't think we need yeah, to. Yeah, sorry, uh, I, I got I went I went far away, but no, definitely a win against Chicago. That's a very winnable game. Take yeah. advantage of that for sure. I agree with you. Take advantage of it before we head out uh, to the West Coast, as you mentioned. It's at Calgary, at Vancouver, at Edmonton, at Seattle, and then a quick two-game home swing against uh, Calgary and Vancouver as well. So let's just look at these teams, Zach, before we make predictions. Vancouver is second in the Pacific Division. They're 15-7-1 so far. Uh, They obviously fired Bruce Boudreaux last year, brought in Rick Tockett. Rick Tockett in his first full season with the Canucks this year. They're playing very well. It's a team that has good goaltending in uh, Thatcher Demko. They've got Elias Pettersson. They've got a ton of different weapons there. And so that's a tricky test. But it is interesting, and not to take anything away from Vancouver, but they played a ton of games early on against some just bottom feeders. They just 
pasted Edmonton twice. They've played Chicago a couple of times already. And so they haven't had a ton in the way of uh, real tough tests so far this season. But in the games that they have had against teams that you would uh, consider tough, um, they, yeah, their, their schedule, they have faced Edmonton three times. They faced Montreal. They've faced San Jose three times as well. Um, they faced Ottawa. Then again, I shouldn't really be considering any of these easy games because the wild lost to a handful of these teams themselves. But the point being is that yes, it's a Vancouver record that looks really good right now. But um, mm-hmm. it's th- this is I don't think this can be considered the same wild team we saw for those first 19 games because of how they've played. And so if you go Gustafson in that uh, that first Vancouver game, you go maybe flurry in the Edmonton game um, mm-hmm. because Calgary kind of middling Edmonton trying to dig out of a hole, much like the Minnesota wild are that trip's going to be fascinating. Because I think if you can win that Vancouver game, I think you feel really good about the prospects of uh, of continuing this strong push here into December. Yeah, that's like the real big game in December here. It's you got to go into Vancouver and, and make a name for yourself, um, and especially with another back to back against Edmonton the next night. You know, you really got to stay consistent. And I think that if you really give Vancouver a test, um, that says a lot about your team. I think they're currently tied with um Colorado in points in the Western Conference right now. Correct. As when we're recording this, I think they're losing to Vegas four to one with like five minutes left. So yep. it's a beatable team. It's a beatable team. Um obviously Vegas is a powerhouse. Don't get me wrong. But if you can really I mean that's like the big test here is the Wild are a new fighting team, you know, two and oh with the new head coach. You you really gotta come in there and make a name for yourself. And I think that's the team to do it against. Um, not trying to overlook Calgary, but you also got to get one there too. And if you don't, then focus on um, winning against Vancouver. You got to win one of those first two away games for sure against Calgary or Vancouver. Yes. If I had to look at this schedule and again, it's, it's important to, it's important to understand that, you know, when we keep saying this, this, this is this early run in the John Hines era, like there are going to be losses that happen. The key thing is that you can minimize those losses if you continue to play like you have over these last two games because effort is much harder to beat when consistently given than if you run through lapses where you don't have it as much. And so, you know, that Calgary game, that's a tough game. That's, you know, it's a it's a physical Calgary team. They still have a ton of weapons, but they've got beatable goalies. And so if you can test Jacob Markstrom or whoever is in net for Calgary. If you can test whoever is in net for Edmonton, if you can test whoever is in net for Seattle um, and, and on and on and on, you just, you, yeah, just, you just gotta have keep, to get chances. You got to keep the momentum. We saw in Nashville, if this team got to so many pucks first and, and they're, they're showing a spark like that, we haven't seen the whole month of November under this new head coach. It's like, you got to keep doing that. And I think these guys know it. Dewar, Duhame, getting a shot here. It's like you got to keep that consistent flow of lines where you give everyone like some solid ice time to prove themselves. You keep saying identity. And it's like if this team can establish that identity moving forward, especially in this first uh, week of December, man, you're going to see some success. And I think that's exactly what you're trying to say here is 
it, you, you know, Gustafson has been extremely consistent the last two games against St. Louis and Nashville. You know, he's letting one goal against the Predators away. It's like you got to keep that going. This mm-hmm. team knows it. This team is not – the record is not exactly what this team is. They know that. Everyone knows that. All of the Wild fans listening know that. You just got to make a name for yourself. There's something to prove, and that's exactly what they need to do this first week is, is show up who they are even when they're away on a back-to-back against two Pacific contenders. Do it. Be that team. Make that difference. That's the message in the locker room 100%. Yeah, and, and it's unfortunate that – you know, where you're at in the standings, you're going to have to make some games up here, but it's a six game stretch. And honestly, I could see this team going four and two in that stretch. You probably are hoping for a split at this point against Vancouver. Um, It's Mm -hmm. they're just, they're playing really well. I mean, if you can, if you can beat Calgary to start it, you've got a good chance to beat them again at home. Um, the one that I kind of worry about is, is catching an Edmonton team at the wrong time. Like you, if you were playing them at the beginning of the season, like we did when we beat them seven to four, if you catch them in kind of their downward spiral, it's an opportunity to, you know, say hi to them as you're going up the hill and they're free falling, but now they've started to kind (laughs) of pick it up as well. And so I'm going to say four and two in that stretch, I'll say five and two, in Man. that uh, that first half of the month, those first seven games of the month for the Wilds, um, I, I think it's very attainable, and I think that would just continue to further what they've done here. Now, if you if you end up going four and three, as long as you don't just end up falling into these bad habits, like if you mm. just slide back to where you were, that's where the losing streaks come back in. But if they can keep this chip going, keep this momentum rolling, I think five and two is very attainable this first half of the month. Yeah, there's a lot of people saying, oh, this spark is only going to last a couple of weeks under this new head coach. You know, it's like that. I just don't think that's that's really how it works. I don't think anyone thinks that's how it's going to work in that locker room. You know, you're clearly um, dominating with this new head coach. You have to keep that consistency. And I think, I just like, I can't see this wild team slowing down. I mean, they know who they are. Obviously they're a contending team. That's been the message. We're not trading anyone. We're bringing in a new head coach and we're going to revive this team. And I think that's exactly what needs to happen here. Edmonton was kind of in the same spot as a, as the wild. And, you know, they, they have a couple games under their belt with their, with their new head coach. Like they had some struggles, but it's going to be, that's going to be a fun game. It's a good little narrative. Two yeah. teams firing their head coach early in the year. You know, it's like, which one's going to come out on top? Like, it's it's going to be fun. And um, I'm excited to see, like, all these Pacific contenders and, and stuff like that. And then you move into the second half, and you get Pittsburgh, Boston, and then uh, Montreal, and then Boston again. So it's going to be – it's another gauntlet, but you got a couple home games in there, which is essential. And that's why you got to bank some early on. Bank some wins exactly. in the first half of the month so that you have an opportunity to cushion the potential blows against the Boston Bruins. We'll talk about <laughs> that to finish today's episode of Locked on Wild after this. Today's episode of Locked on Wild is brought to you by Sleeper. A new NHL season brings all sorts of possibilities. Connor Dewar could score another hat trick. He could score 50 goals, or the Minnesota Wild could eventually hoist the Stanley Cup. And you could win big by playing daily fantasy hockey on Sleeper, the official daily fantasy app of the Lockdown NHL Network. 
Sleeper is our number one choice for daily fantasy sports, especially daily fantasy hockey. Because with Sleeper, you can win 100 times your cash in daily fantasy hockey contests. All you have to do is pick whether stud players like Connor Dewar, Connor Dewar, Connor Dewar, or Connor Dewar will record more or less than their Sleeper projections for things like goals, assists, saves, plus minus, and more in a given game. It is so easy. You can make your Sleeper predictions in less than 60 seconds. And you can also play Daily Fantasy NFL, NBA, MLB, and college football on Sleeper. Use promo code LOCKDOWNNHL and you'll get up to a $100 match on your first deposit. Terms and conditions apply. That's code LOCKDOWNNHL. See Sleeper's terms of use for details and locational availability. One final segment of Lockdown Wild for you here. We thank you for making Lockdown Wild your first listen each and every day. We are your team every day. And for the everydayers, make sure you join us after Sunday's game as we'll have a, another live Lockdown Wild postcast for you live from the XL Energy Center, hopefully after yet another win. <laughs> Zach, let's talk about the back half of the schedule for the month of December. As you noted, we have uh, at Pittsburgh, at Boston, home against Montreal, home against Boston, home against Detroit, and then the home-and-home home New Year's Eve weekend dabble uh, between the uh, Wild and the Winnipeg Jets at Winnipeg on Saturday, home against Winnipeg on New Year's Eve at 1 p.m. Zach, what do you think of this stretch? It's tough, but again, you've got very winnable games, and it's a good opportunity to kind of send a little bit of a message to the Winnipeg Jets currently in third place in the division. If you can play well against them in those two games, a team the Wild have had a ton of success against over the last couple of seasons, then you can start to climb back into that divisional race. And yes, Boston is fantastically good this season. Pittsburgh is a tough team on the road, but Montreal is a tire fire. And, uh, Again, you've got you've got very winnable opportunities and a an opportunity to try to get a little revenge in the Detroit Red Wings too. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, that Detroit game was was not the best to, to listen to. I was driving home to college during that, and that was not fun. Um, but the two games that I'm seeing here is just Pittsburgh and Boston on a back to back away. I mean, that is. Probably the toughest part of the schedule if it's not the Vancouver Edmonton back to back on the seventh and eighth. Um, and you know, and you got a little buffer with Montreal, and then you go back to host Boston again. And that is just excruciating to see. Um, you know, I wish the Wild would have get, gotten Boston, you know, like spread out at least. So you see, yeah. like, you get like somewhat of a breath um, from them. I mean, they're the top dogs. You got like the Rangers. Boston and Golden Knights all up top right there. And, and it's just like, it's tough. I mean, you, you see the Canucks are almost up there too. They're like one of the best teams in the league. So you got you got some top dogs here, but you also got a couple buffers. I think that Winnipeg home and home is, is so crucial to, to the standings in the central. I mean, obviously it's going to come at the end of the month and we'll see what happens until we get there. But those two games are, are so essential for this team. And if you can get, one of those two against Winnipeg. I mean, you already beat hopefully Chicago earlier this month. You just got done with St. Louis and Nashville. You got a couple divisional wins under your belt, and this team's not done yet. And I think that if you get some of those wins later on, some of those gritty wins, you got to beat 
gosh, Detroit is unreal. Like they're they're starting to catch fire, and and you got a lot of these streaky teams that are that are dominant, and it's going to be a tough it's a tough December. Um, you just got to pull out some gritty wins. Absolutely. Here's how the Wild should attack this this back half of the month. Pittsburgh is kind of floundering. They're 11, 10, and 1 right now, and they are 5 and 6 at home. So if you can beat Pittsburgh, you can beat Montreal, and you can get a point in one of the two games against Boston, mm-hmm. preferably at home. If you can get one of those to overtime, maybe steal one against the Bruins. If you can beat Detroit and you could split against Winnipeg, then at that point, let's just say, let's just say for all intents and purposes, you beat Pittsburgh, you beat Montreal, you lose one of the Boston games in overtime, you beat mm-hmm. Detroit and you split with Winnipeg. That is one, two, three, four. If you go four, three, and one and go five and two in the first half of the month, you would be at nine. Uh, I can't do math. So nine, five, yeah. and one. Yeah. Something like that. That math. I was, work, I was, though. I was doing a little, a little something else. Well, I don't want to get off topic, but I was looking, <laughs> you, you do the math and I'll explain what I was looking at because I was really curious to see what Boston's going to do before we, the wild get to see them um, as they're like the top dogs. And I noticed that yeah. they play in Winnipeg on December 22nd, which is the night before the wild oh. hosts them on the 23rd. So they'll okay. be on a back to back. So that gives you a little like, what, like a, what if, so, I mean, you might see a goalie difference there. Um, the wild obviously have the 22nd of Friday off. So the Bruins will have played that night before you got to get a point. Like you said at home, Yeah, that's essential. And if you don't there, then, Ooh boy, that's, that's not okay. You know? So I think I I had the uh, I had the math um, slightly incorrect. If <laughs> I was go, totally in my own la la land. <laughs> well, I was I had it four three and one. I I invented another game somewhere. But if you go four two and one in that backstretch, then yeah. you could be at a situation where you go nine four and one in the month of December. Uh, but again, I think the key metrics to the key metrics here for the month. Try to get a split with Vancouver. Try to get a split with Winnipeg. Try to get a point against the Boston Bruins in one of those two games. Mm-hmm. I think the rest are very winnable, but I think it's those Western Conference teams are the ones you really have to uh, to try to make some ground up in. Calgary's beatable, so if you can win, if you can beat Calgary at home and steal one on the road there, if you can steal one on the road against Seattle, who has been very mediocre so far this season. You're you're now in a situation where you've started to get back on track and you just got to start kind of stealing some games. And usually stealing the games comes on the road. And if the Wild can do similar to what they did against Nashville by getting off to a hot start, building on a lead and leaving yourself a ton of cushion in the third period to where you're not having to chase and the other team's the one that's having to chase. And then their aggression kind of just plays into your style of just trying to continue to push. Right. December is where this team is going to make up some ground. And so as we get to uh, final predictions for the month of December, oh. I have a hot take. And yes, I am reading far too in to what we have seen so far from this Minnesota Wild team. I'm fully back in. 
after being pretty much fully off after what we saw in November. How's this for a bold take? 10 wins in December. Man, that's just so ideal. That is like the most ideal thing. Where do you see them? Chicago? Chicago, I think... I think they will beat Vancouver both games. I think they will beat Winnipeg both games. And I think then I think then a lot of the other things that we expect to happen will. And so you go from five and two in that first stretch to six and one because you picked up a game against Vancouver and then you beat Winnipeg two times. And so instead of going four, two and one, you go five, one and one. And mm. um there's there's your 10 that would technically be 11 but i think there'll probably be there'll probably be one game at least in that stretch that they drop that you maybe should have or you just you give a good effort and you still come up short because sometimes that happens in hockey too where you you put everything you have out there and it just isn't enough on that given night but i think 10 wins call me crazy Here's, here's what i'm looking at i'm looking at eight and i see the ones i see are the ones that the wild absolutely have to win is Chicago and yep. Winnipeg. And there's yep. and, and a lot of the Western, as many Western as you can, you know, you can drop the Pittsburgh, you can drop the Bruins. You got to get a point against Montreal or, or Detroit there. I'm not like too worried about the Eastern, but you got to come out strong. Like you are right now going into hosting um, Chicago. You got to keep that momentum that you have. If you're three and zero under Hines going into the Western com or the West, West Coast push, man, that's that's so ideal. And I think the Wild can absolutely steal games, like you just said, on that Western Coast. Now, that's just like so ideal. And obviously, it probably we're going to see some ups and downs and we're going to see mm-hmm. a lot of different stuff. But if you get eight, but it, the eight have to be against those crucial West and Central yeah. Division teams. It absolutely has to be. So it's going to be interesting for sure. Yeah, if you if you are indeed going to get back into this race, which yeah. it's it's not it's not impossible, but it is going to be tricky. You just have to start sending messages to these West Coast West Conference teams that you are you mean business. And so those are the mm-hmm. opportunities to do so. And so I see 10, Zach says eight. We'll see who comes up with the uh, winning formula um, when we get to the end of December. One final thing, Zach. Let's take a prediction as to who is the player of the month for December. Are you, do you want me to go? Yeah. I think it's nine December. I think it's Kirill Kaprizov <laughs> takes this one. <laughs> Hopefully he's not suspended following that hit in Nashville because that might tank the prediction. But, hey, yeah. nine December, I'm all on train. And, um, you know, if you want to get back on schedule, back on pace to where you belong, Kirill's got to step up. He stepped up in Nashville, and I want to see it going into December. I'm going to play off of the fourth line theme. I'm going to have some fun with this one because why <laughs> not? I'm the president of the fan club. I'm calling Brandon Duhame as the uh, player of the month. I think he's going to go nuts, and uh, I uh, I think we'll see that fourth line continue to roll here uh, over the course of this month because Heinz clearly loves him. He clearly enjoys playing them, so I think they keep it rolling. But uh, I guess, as they say, we'll see who uh, comes away with it once we get to the end of the month. Yes, sir. That will wrap it up. Zach, pleasure as always. 
Thanks for tuning in, listeners. Make sure to give Zach a follow on uh, whatever that app is that used to be called Twitter. Um, and uh, you can hear him <laughs> periodically for Locked on Wild postcasts as well, bringing that good luck charm and that good mojo after games. Uh, we'll continue to bring the good mojo. It's good to be back in the world of positivity here uh, after a couple <laughs> of nice games, after a dreadful uh, stretch in November. We'll keep that rolling, so make sure that you stick with us whether it be in the comment section after uh, after a wild win in the postcasts, whether it be during the week for our episodes, keep the comments coming on YouTube. We love the comment section, and uh, we'll continue to cultivate that here as we move forward. Lockdown Wild continues to push through the season and give you all the content you can handle every Monday through Friday as part of the Locked On Podcast Network.